I am so excited about today. Literally, I have been counting down for weeks. This is like everything. We have two women <laughs> sitting in front of us that I'm, I'm not joking when I say this, literally two of the most important women in my life because I depend <laughs> on them for so much stuff. Like if I, you guys know, I love beauty and if there's one thing I cannot go without when it comes to my beauty, it's my hair. You guys. Specifically, your hair color. My hair color. And your hair extension. And my hair extension. So like <laughs> everything about my hair. And we're sitting here with two bomb ass entrepreneurs. So without further ado, I would like to introduce you to Amber and Britt. You now have permission to enter. Amber and Brittany. Thank you. Well done. Well done. honey. I'm in. You are here. Yes. I can happy, honey. Yes. But please don't because Tiffany needs you, clearly. Yes. I will fucking follow you into the other side. Wherever you go, I'm going. Okay. Make her appointments. She needs you for the hair. Yeah. It's funny. Boho Brit by text message, not even our mother. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because before we even started interviewing, I was like, oh shit, I need to make a hair appointment. Like, this is perfect. Like, can we please just get this out of the way while we're here? Um, so I'm going to break the ice with a couple of different questions for both of you. And then they're not really necessarily related to hair, but I think that they will help connect all of us in a way. So we're going to, we're going to start with that. Um, this question I love, and I love asking everyone this because it really like lets me into their life a little bit and kind of figure out what's going on. Um, for both of you, what is lighting you up either in this season of your life or right now in this moment? Do you want to go first? Mm -hmm. Right now in this moment? Or in um, the season of your life, either one. Well, let me just tell you about the moment because I was touching, <laughs> I was having a full circle moment. Um, because Tiffany, I found you mm -hmm. on an Instagram picture. And I was just like, something told me I've got to do this girl's hair. And you were beautiful and your <sighs> hair was long and everything was perfect about you. But I just needed just to have you in my grasp. <laughs> so to go from, and that was what, a year and a half, two years ago? I mean, it's been a while now. So to go from finding you on that picture and then it worked out and now we've developed this friendship and now I'm on your podcast. Like, it, <laughs> Who would have ever thought? Oh my God, you're going to make me cry. Like, it's, it's a big deal. Like I'm having, that's why I was like, I have permission to enter. I have chills. <laughs> because, um, it's like a full circle moment. So I'm on Aww. a have that right now. Oh my gosh, um, that's so cute. <laughs> season i'm ready to get out of this 2020 season yeah. <laughs> like salty locks fresh starting in january and just like kill mm -hmm. 2021 we always yeah. say set back is the oh is the setup so yep. 2020 for everyone yeah. has That's been good. set back and you know we were shut down for covid um and i just kept repeating to Brittany the whole time uh the setback's going to be the setup. The setback's going to be the setup. So we really Love feel that. like we yeah. set up and we're just ready for whatever blessings now come our way. And we hope for everyone's way now come 2021. That's why we'll be able to launch this hair now because during the COVID. quarantine, mm -hmm. 
we were forced to sit down. I mean, I was going crazy. And so reevaluate everything. So we just mm -hmm. fully worked on salty locks and we have way too many colors and all these things. But, no such thing you know, as too many colors. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. So I think it's really cool that the way that you just both laid that out, the setback is a setup. And I think mm -hmm. it's cool that you said that because there's going to be somebody who's in their car, you're having a bad day and you're going to be like, shit, this is not, I don't know what's happening. And then this is going to resonate with you. Like this setback is your setup for something new. So I think it's really cool and special mm -hmm. that you just said that because I know for a fact it is going to resonate with someone because I will never forget when I went through all the drama of my business closing down, not closing down, um, me selling my part of the business back to the other owner and Brittany saying, this isn't a setback. This is your setup. And mm -hmm. she told me and that. And I was like, wow. And then six months later, a year later, she was like, see, your setback was your setup. Yeah, it was. And this, when you told me that you were going to be doing this podcast with Lauren, I was like, perfect. That's it. 100%. <laughs> Go, 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 go. Like, this is mm -hmm. it. This is where you're supposed to live and thrive. And so many people, especially me, because I've taken, you know, recommendations from you in the beauty industry. Um, so many people rely on you for, hey, you. go test it and then let me know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so um, I'm, I'm right there with all the fans with you and mm -hmm. with you too. So. <sighs> Thank you. Okay, I can go home now. <laughs> you are home, actually. Oh yeah. I <laughs> well, Amber, what about you? What's like, what's like a light in your life today, or last few months, or so? It's giving you the most joy. Well, Brittany and I are always thriving when we are on a mission and when we have a straight focus. Some people could say that this is bad, but once we build something, we're like, okay, now we want to build something else. And so mm -hmm. there's never, our mother says, there's never an end to what you guys <laughs> do. And I go, yeah, mom, there's never going to be an end. You know, we're going to always be pushing and pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone. Um, if you're going to be a bear, be a grizzly. Correct. Oh yeah. I, I love that. There you go. Where were with like 2012, 13, I had an office that was a closet and we built a salon here in Augusta and I have this huge office with these huge windows. And now I've opened up the Salty Lock store and I'm back to a closet in the back. And I'm like, where, what am I doing? Like I enjoy my big office. No, no, no. I, I thrive when I'm, you know, got a focus and I'm, I'm growing something. Okay, so down. yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I have a laser focus and this is Salty Locks is all I live, breathe and eat all day, every day. And so, um, I mean, you can't stop us. I mean, you really, you can't. We'll, I, you, I believe you that. No I, I mean, believe if that. 2020 didn't even stop you guys, you still have this whole thing that you've built in this new store. So like, clearly you cannot <laughs> stop these girls. I always say we've got the A plan, the B plan, and then there's a C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, you know? <laughs> But there's always a plan. So, but you know what I love about that is like the best and most trustworthy companies and brands that are out there are built by people that will never give up on their dream. And that's why, that's why they, people believe in them because they know that you guys will have their back when 
you know, things change or you need to innovate in order to make a better product or, you know, you're, you're going to be there for them. You're not going to run out of stock, all these different things. So I think it's really awesome that, again, some people might view the amount of drive and and need for almost like a project as something that could be, you know, mentally like concerning that, okay, this may not be a something to be so proud of, but really it is, especially if other people are depending on you, you want that type of stability and trustworthiness. So I think that you guys are exactly where you're meant to be. And I don't say that often. So I I truly believe in everything you guys are doing. And I'm so thankful that I get to be underneath your grasps. So I'm happy for that. Well, I just love you. <laughs> a lot of love entered this thing I today. Know. Okay, and well, then my me next and question. Me get like super lovey-dovey when we're around each other. We start oh, like, I do you. Yeah, I literally cry <laughs> at least four times every time I'm with Brittany. It's just like our, our souls are talking. It's not just like, it's not just our, our voices. It's like our souls talk and intertwine. And it's, Okay, okay, I get it. I'm getting jealous yeah. now, so... <laughs> You guys are, you guys like each other. <laughs> Love, I guess, whatever. <laughs> um, well, yeah. So where is this store at? Um, and is it uh, like, I've, I know I've seen the video of it and it's absolutely stunning, but so tell us a little bit about what kind of service you guys have, um, where you guys are located, all that good stuff. All right. So the Salty Lock store is in Augusta, Georgia, which is, it's actually connected. So long story short, Mm-hmm. We actually built a shopping center in Augusta, Georgia in 2017 that we designed ourselves. And we built this 4,200 square foot salon and we have all these stylists there. And then we had two other suites and we had renters in there that are gone. And so I had had my eyes on the middle suite. Mm-hmm. I'd been asking her, please let me have this middle suite. And she was like, no, nah, we don't. <laughs> all that money we need to find a renter and I was like no I'm telling you I'm on to something and normally mm-hmm. my ideas are right she just has to come around to the idea and then make it her idea so after six months of asking she's like you know I think we should open salty locks next door and um, you're like wow so great idea <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was such a great idea I'm glad we wasted six months of right not wish I would have thought of that <laughs> We started doing the build out. It's wonderful because our salon in Augusta, Studio 285, is bigger than the one in Buckhead in Atlanta. So we call that one 2852. And so that's kind of like a little satellite salon of the Studio 285 in Augusta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the Studio 285 in Augusta has a lot of hairstylists. So Studio 285 is the biggest client of Salty Locks. So it only made sense because we had like our own little vault in the salon of hair and we were constantly mm-hmm. running out weekly and we we're constantly ordering, mm-hmm. um, which is another reason we started our own line. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I came up with this idea to have a hair bank because I've taught extension classes. I talked to other hairstylists one-on-one all the time. People message me on Instagram. Oh, you're such an inspiration. I want to do what you do. Like, I want to build that um, empire like you're doing, which I don't even see an empire yet. It's still like very in its beginning stages. Oh like, gosh, you- I got such more things I want to do. Like, this is like <laughs> beginning. 
you have an uh, empire. You have already like you're the hair extension guru. Like, do you know that, Brittany? Like, you are, you no. are it. You, I, Amber's like, no, don't, no, don't. No, I'm not. Like, like, I think she is. She does yeah, not know it. I see the work, but yeah. like she does not think that she is. She thinks that she she's is. She's got her head down and she's like grinding. But mm-hmm. I want to tell you, Brittany, yeah, like you have built something that like everybody knows your name. It, whether you know it or not, yeah, like I, I can literally talk about had you. no interest in even getting extensions, and I know who you are, <laughs> Boho Brit. <laughs> Honestly, she wouldn't charge people, but like I like to mm-hmm. eat, so like I'm kind of like oh, I have to charge something. That's fair. Because, you know, I got bills and things like that, but right. she wouldn't even charge people. I for really what wouldn't. She, I really do. What she does, I'm like. Well, they say, that's what they say. They say like find to find your passion, your calling, or whatever in life, like do what what would you want to do what you would love to do so much that you do it for free and then charge people for it (laughs) i almost feel like like, i I tell amber you know i almost feel like it's like i eat sleep and breathe it i know we've said that a hundred times but like i really do eat sleep and breathe it and like when i sleep i dream about patterns of like an extension and um amber's shaking her head but you dreamed up that one um, extension weapon method. Style. Yeah, yeah weapon a weapon style, yeah. stall came to me in my dream, and I came and I drew it out, and I laminated it, and I took dry erase markers, and I was figuring out how I was going to put the string in it, mm-hmm. and like that's my railroad method, is what we call it, mm-hmm. the railroad method. But <laughs> that's amazing, um, and that's what you did in my hair more recently, like yes. last week. Yes. So okay. I'm going to tell you something about this weft and then I'm going to ask you one more question and then I'm going to talk about the crisis that we need to touch on. Mm -hmm. So what's funny about the weft is I've have, I've had wefts before. Pause. Can we explain what a weft is? Uh, Asking for a friend. (laughs) The friend is Tiffany's friend and it's me. (laughs) So a weft is, so there's three types of extensions that we deal with. Okay. That's tape in, which is like really popular. Um, But I see tape as like a quick, easy, um, Mm -hmm. fast. I don't want to say not professional, but like I don't really love a tape. Okay. And then you have your fusion, which is hair by hair. Okay. So it's like single strands and it's very tedious, but it's the most natural looking. And then how's it go? I love this. (laughs) pieces okay so that's a fusion oh and we're, okay. we're definitely going to put these pieces up on online so you can mm-hmm. kind of see what we're what we're talking about this is a whole pack of fusion mm-hmm. but this is one fusion right okay okay so um what we're talking about Wes I'm going to show you a left <laughs> this is a tape see it's flat like that and it's a double-sided okay so it sticks to the hair but it gets like really gummy and gooey yeah. and um now the salty locks tape, I'll say, doesn't get gummy and gooey. Wait, literally, uh, just tape it to your head. Tape it to the hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does it not like rip and, your hair? Have, there's a solution that you use to remove. Oh, okay. The- See, I don't, I don't know anything. I'm so sorry. <laughs> These are dumb questions. But a wet is what's super popular right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like the name of the game right now. Everybody's doing webs. Um, so we do machine sewn wefts. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's different types, but we're just going to talk about machine sewn right now. So it's literally a whole sheet of hair. Okay. And it's sewn. It has a seam. Can you see it? In the yeah. Camera? Mm-hmm. Yes. 
So See, guys, she's holding up a piece of hair, and it almost looks like, like a small. It's like a napkin size version of hair. Mm -hmm. So it's the length of the hair extension itself. And then there's a seam at the top where it looks like that would go against your, the base of your head. Mm -hmm. So basically what you have is this sheet, this blanket, so to speak of hair. Okay. Um, we do machine because with my railroad method, you can cut this hair in this seam. Mm -hmm. and it won't unravel. Now, there's another version called hand-tied. If you cut it, it unravels, so you have to fold it and do all this stuff to make it smaller. Okay, this way, you can just cut it and be more custom. Okay. As Studio 285, the salon next door, we are doing extensions all day, every day. So we literally right. have our own almost scientific lab over there. <laughs> done hand-tieds. We've done machine whips. This is the preferred method that we've seen less complications with mm -hmm. uh, but when the client goes home um, tapes are when they start to grow out clients it gets difficult for a client to hide a tape as mm -hmm. it grows out a little bit um, fusions they need to brush their hair mm -hmm. um, but what's important to say is um, the integrity of the salty lux hair mm -hmm. is stronger than I'm sure we'll get into this a little bit later too. So I'm probably mm -hmm. getting ahead of myself, but the integrity <laughs> of the hair is there. So um, Salty Locks, the reason why we named it Salty Locks is because the first question I get when I put fresh extensions in mm -hmm. someone who's never had hair, mm -hmm. let's just say, never got this question from Tiffany, but someone else who's sitting <laughs> there, they'll be like, Me. can I go um, swimming? Can I go jump in the ocean? Literally, my next question was, can you wash your hair in all these versions of it? <laughs> yeah, okay, so see, there you go. Yeah. So um, that would literally, that was the first question. And um, so it was dawning on me when I was thinking of some frequently asked questions to mm -hmm. go ahead. I try to give a whole spiel before <laughs> I could explain someone's hair. Be like, this is what you're going to have to do. Mm -hmm. This is what you're not going to do. This is what I expect from you. And this is what you have to you know, like I can tell the expectations. After, yeah, I can tell after four weeks of someone wearing hair, like if you're going to be a good, a good candidate to. And it's not hard. It, not. Hair should be part of extension. Hair is part of your lifestyle. I mean, well, that's what I was getting at. These are a lifestyle have, extension. It, it shouldn't be okay. scary. I mean, as long as you brush your hair, that's it. That, those are the directions. Yeah. Brush, it's, honestly, it's easier said than done, Amber. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but she said the word um lifestyle extension and that's why we named it salty locks because um i have a client specifically that lives in um the dominican republic and mm -hmm. she wakes up on the beach every day she mm -hmm. has her coffee on the ocean Brittany she kites her. i, I want to be her okay. um kite surfs <laughs> um, yeah. trapeze artist um she just does like all this amazing so stuff cool. and She's so actually she moves her hair. Right she moves her hair around a lot. She yeah. moves her hair. And so um, the fact that she can still be a mom of three, so throw her hair up in a bun or a ponytail or a braid, she can go, you know, surfing. jump, surf, um, scuba dive, whatever. And then that hair is still flawless when she comes out. Mm -hmm. That shows that anybody can wear this. You don't have to be some sort of celebrity, mm -hmm. fabulous, bougie, whatever to have mm -hmm. extensions like the mom of three down the street can have mm -hmm. the, the mm -hmm. big thick hair. 
I feel like everybody in this world deserves to feel the way you feel after you have extensions. Mm -hmm. And that's all I'm trying to bring to the world. It's just oh, pure happiness. I love that. <sighs> now I kind of want to try them. Extensions. I will tell I, you. I, so I, the whole. At, had <laughs> I, had I, we should hook, we could hook her up. But oh no, you've gonna, been analyzing my hair this whole time. Yeah, I was oh, planning yeah. if we were going to come to the studio, I was planning on bringing like a bunch of wefts up there. And I just, I've never even tried any on. I just wanted to try some on just to see what it looked like. Well, that's what we'll do one day. We'll set up a day. Perfect. We're going to do that. You've got to, you just have to experience it. Makes you sure I just so want to know. The hair, the hair is so much more than just hair for women. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I mean, there, there's talk of hair even in, in the Bible. Yeah, I was um, just about to say that. Like, there's a reason why, you know, power and strength sometimes is tied to hair because it gives you a sense of, and I'm not saying this because, like, just because you guys are on with us, but because I have personally, I have mm -hmm. gone through issues where, like, I dated a guy who cut my hair off, like, to the scalp. And the only thing I had in order to make myself feel better and get out of the depression was somebody put hair extensions in my hair and it changed my life. And I know that sounds pretty dramatic because it's just hair, but you, you guys like hair is so much more than just, you know, something that's on somebody's head. Like it can mm -hmm. give you, you know, this like goddess, like yeah, it's not just a superficial thing. It's right. it too long either. Mm -hmm. our, our mom has a, you know, short above her, shoulders mm -hmm. Brittany, did you put a weft or fusions in mom fusions Brittany put in some fusions to like fill in her sides mm -hmm. so it doesn't have to be a full-on you know 300 grams of hair some people just have a little bit and it's just to fill in the sides and it's yeah. still short so even though we we both have long hair and we do take a lot of photos of long hair mm -hmm. um there are long, short, everywhere. Okay. Um, for everyone. You do not have to have 24 inch hair to wear extensions. No, I was just Tiffany. watching a thing came up on my Facebook and it was, um, I don't know if y'all have ever seen the videos of the dudes getting the top of his head shaved and then they put on like a toupee, they glue it on uh -uh. and then they cut it. Oh my gosh, y'all, these videos are amazing. <laughs> these men. Anyways, the other day I was watching one because um, I feel like I need to get into this line of business, but um, they had just put this toupee on this guy's head and it looked amazing. Like mm -hmm. it looked amazing. And they spun the guy around and he was grinning at your ear. He goes, Aww. yeah, I get why you girls be going to the hair shop, step it out the door. And like, even he hair gives you so much confidence whether yeah. or not you already have a lot of hair to begin with or not i have people that have a lot of hair that still have hair extensions just yeah honestly just even people who feel empowered with a shaved head that's still your hair technically yeah. empowering right. you so like doesn't hair being empowering doesn't have to be long or thick or whatever it just has Correct. to be what you like and what you, you want to be this is the the greatest the single greatest head of hair i've ever had in my my head it's like <laughs> Yes, I'm so tweeted right now. I don't even know what this is. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. So if you've had wefts before, you guys, um, and you were turned off by them, or they didn't, you know, look good, or it didn't fit right, um, if you go to Brit or anybody in the 285 world, mm -hmm. it will be different, and it will be good. I promise you.
that's also a passion of ours is um, education. Mm-hmm. So um, kind of what you're talking about is how it was installed. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, there's two elements to this. There is hair quality and then there's hair method, how it's installed by an individual stylist. Um, and we do have um, an education program where Brittany can come in to your salon and, um, you know, teach classes. And we do do Tate oh, cool. and Weth uh, 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 classes. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also shadow Brittany for the day. She does have a shadow program. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, all of that is on our, our website, studio285.com. I want to shift just a little bit into something that this is way more serious. So I want you guys to like, listen to what we're talking about. So there is a crisis. (laughs) There is a crisis going on that nobody knows about. And it's right in front of all of us. It's like your pretty little head of hair. That's, Mm -hmm. that's sitting on your head. Mm -hmm. You probably don't know where it's from. You don't know why it's bad or you don't know why your friend's hair is bad or that there is something so terribly wrong with hair extensions. There's, there's a problem. And half of the reason that we wanted to talk to the Salty Lock sisters was because we want to blow the lid off of like the awful things that are going on behind the scenes with Mm -hmm. these big hair extension companies. Um, And that was really the beauty behind why these sisters created a different brand because they wanted to do something that was ethically sourced that they could um, believe in and that they could find that wasn't um, hurting and harming other people. So can Mm -hmm. you guys kind of just give us a rundown of like what's going on behind the scenes and why this is a true crisis? Hmm. Well, let me start off by saying that, you know, the hair industry is a billion dollar industry and it is international. Mm -hmm. Um, And first and foremost, it is not FDA regulated. In fact, um, even there's, there's no governing body. There's no governing body into the United States. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, we've not been able to find any regulation whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And like I said, we had our salon here. Brittany was doing extensions all day, every day, along with all the stylists that worked with her. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we started seeing, and we were ordering, we've, we have tasted every flavor brand out there. You can name any hair brand. And I guarantee you, I've ordered a piece Mm -hmm. and I've, I have had it in my hands and we've used it because we wanted to know everything that was out there. And Brittany, you work with it more. Yeah. You started seeing what? Well, I started doing extensions literally 15 years ago. And, um, I literally went from cutting hair off a weft and making my own glue tip mm-hmm. and putting it in someone's hair in an apartment, like not even knowing how to get it out. Wow. <laughs> luxury brands, right? Mm-hmm. So when she says we've used it all, we've literally used it all. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was doing a lot of fusions and I'd get, you know, I'd go a couple months and I'd have great results. And then I'd get a new big order of hair in mm-hmm. and I'd get nothing but complaints from uh, my clients like in a week or so they'd be like when I wash this hair it's tangly or it's thin right. or 
it's this or that, or we put in the same amount and, but it's thinner at the bottom or, you know, there was just all these inconsistencies and I always teach in business consistency is key. So I've, mm-hmm. con- I've constantly, um, over the last, what, 10 years, like hodgepodge, like I like mm-hmm. tapins from this company. I like a wet from this company. I like, uh, fusions from this company. And I've been doing that for a long time and I was doing so many clients. It was getting harder and harder. I mean, we were ordering 30 to $40,000 worth of hair a month mm-hmm. and right. selling out and needing more. Um, and so, and that's what I was trying to teach in my classes. Like you girls, if you keep hair in stock, um, you know, that's how you can build your business. And uh, because when people come in and they want hair, they want it then. They don't want right. to right. come in order for consultation, give you a deposit, wait for you to order it and hope that you order the right color mm-hmm. and then um, put it in. And, you know, it, it they, they'll go home, they'll talk to their husband. Their husband's like, you're going to spend how much on your hair? Um, no, cancel that appointment. And <laughs> lose that sale. So um, I'm all about keeping the hair in stock. But um so we were getting inconsistencies and um so we started trying to figure out i'd never really thought about where the hair comp came from past literally the the, the, the us ordering it like hair in the plastic i never thought about where it actually came from where was it cut from how did they make it into the fusion the weft or the um the tape like who's doing that and as we started to ask questions, we got nothing. We weren't getting any answers. I mean, I didn't even so much as know as if the hair was, I didn't know the hair came from China or India or anywhere. Like I really right. did not know anything past that package. So that's when we kind of started delving in. I started um, researching manufacturers and um, uh different places around the u.s and we mm-hmm. went boots on the ground boots on the ground paid my own money own money to fly all over and when i, I say i don't want to say brand names but we okay. went to, you know we coast to coast we went from everybody coast knows coast these brands though Cali- yeah. from california north south east west but yes they got it and we would go to these factories they would invite us in and we would get there and it wasn't a factory. It was either a drop shipment or warehouse of hair. And mm-hmm. then you, I would begin to question them. Okay, well, how did this hair get cut? And they would always say, oh, this is temple hair. This is hair coming from India. And then as we researched that, um, which Indian hair is a very high quality hair. Mm-hmm. They actually mm-hmm. call it black gold because mm-hmm. whatever they're eating over there. And um, I mean, the way they take care of their hair, mm-hmm. it's, it's growing dark, mm-hmm. right. gorgeous, strong, thick. thick, gorgeous. Like I would and do that, And Indian hair <laughs> can stand up to, so once it's cut, um, you know, it has to go through a series of acid baths and you know the coloring process so it can take up to how many days to make a blonde 21 days to take blonde hair from black indian hair to a blonde it's mm. going to take a, a, a whole month to get it up to that high level color so everybody wish that they could go from black to blonde in 21 days though <laughs> <laughs> um but that's what we figured out was causing okay so we figure out we were actually using Indian hair, mm-hmm. um, but what we didn't know is that hair was then being shipped to China mm-hmm. to be processed. 
and which defeats the whole purpose of using this fresh, wonderful temple hair mm -hmm. because now um, it's gone to China and it's gone into an unethical factory mm -hmm. where, you know, the conditions could be grim and mm -hmm. the acid that they're soaking this hair in. Um, there's a movie on Netflix and it's called stink and it's about some pajamas that this guy got that loaded with, um, chemicals, chemicals. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is really what I'm doing with hair right now. Mm -hmm. He's exposed it in the, um, uh, in the world where the you go to yeah, the garment factory and the, like target Walmart, he's exposing all the products that have all these poisons and chemicals in it. Cause there's no regulation on that either. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's basically what they're doing with the hair is they're mm -hmm. loading it up with all these acids to make it the color you want. Right. They soak it in a silicone and all these acids and silicones are like carcinogens. And um, not to mention that a child could be the one making the hair. Mm -hmm. um, and getting paid basically right. nothing for it. There's, not that, not yeah. that I'm cool with children doing it, but just the fact that they're doing it and getting breaking, you know, labor like laws, penny. and yeah. they're not getting paid right ethically so to do these sides, things. So there's two sides to the hair industry. There is where is it cut, yes, and what is the hair made out? I'm going to say made out of because what we discovered was that. When hair has to be grown, correct? So if you've got this huge demand for hair over here in the U.S., companies started to mix their human hair in with goat hair, um, horse hair, hair from dead bodies, hair um, from sewers, hair from hairbrushes that they could, people would bring in wads of hair and try to sell it. So Number one, where is the hair being cut? And mm -hmm. is it being cut in, we also found out, human trafficking. Mm -hmm. So yeah. in the human trafficking world, now that's not a great source. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, it's not like they're being they're able not to turn massive, it out. Yeah, they're no. not getting massive amounts of it, but it is getting mixed in there. Mm -hmm. So you've got all these bad things of where it's actually being source from the hair mm -hmm. and then it has to go to the factory now it the united states uh in july of this year confiscated 13 tons of human hair rotations <laughs> that was yeah. not allowed into the united states because our government wow. saw that it was coming from a concentration camp but was manufactured it could have come from it, india it could have been indian hair but it was then sent to China, China and it was made in a um in a work camp. concentration it was like a concentration and so our can I tell you how devastating this is like mm. the fact that in our world mm -hmm. we still have concentration camps where small children or people are being forced to work for either no money or very little money like this is still going on mm -hmm. crazy and nobody knows yeah they have and no they, idea. They, they don't want them. you to know. They honey. don't want you to know. What's going on. It's going on in the U.S. as well. So, you know, it's not right. just other countries. But, right. And it's, it's right. just so sad because like yeah. you never, you would never think about it or, or know. But not only is it so sad that's happening, but then where we're taking an affluent privilege, such as hair mm -hmm. extensions, right. like luxury hair extensions are something to be 
it's, it's a way to show like your hard work. It's, you're not going to be getting hair extensions if you're not, if you're on unemployment, like I'm just, we're going to be frank about it. It is a luxury Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's sad that like the leaders of our, our world basically who are able to get hair extensions Mm -hmm. have no idea that this is happening. And the stylists don't know either. We didn't know. We yeah. were buying thousands and thousands of dollars of hair, and we did not know where it was being cut or where it was being manufactured. And when we asked questions, they were very vague and kind of just like glossed w. over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but once we figured it out, we were like, we can't be a part of the problem. We, we got to be, be a part, part of the solution. solution. So, oh. uh, Aquarius, Aquarius <laughs> cusp coming in. <laughs> A humanitarian. I just got chills when you guys said that together. (laughs) So we're literally about to take on big business from China, basically, Mm -hmm. um, and say, this is not right. This is not okay. This is how we're going to process it. So we've seen this to be a Netflix special. I need like a Netflix documentary about this. The Stink movie was a Netflix uh-huh. documentary. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I'm doing. It's just with hair. And he's yeah, we need a Stink like, too with hair. I'm telling you right now, you heard it here first. We right will. Here. I I will. I am part of this movement. Hey, now. I know some. some we will people. blow the lid off. So I think it is cool that you guys. We are able to bring some awareness to like why you are making sure to be different. And mm-hmm. I think it's so powerful that you guys are trying to make a difference um, in the industry. So pioneers in such a huge brand that is making billions of dollars a year. Um, and you could, you could have just decided that we're going to put our heads down. We're going to make the money that we can make. Cause you could have made a lot of money. You were making a lot of money, but you just decided that it wasn't right. And so you took your own energy, your own time, you became little spies. You decided that mm-hmm. this wasn't right. And then you put your time and vested energy into building a new brand. And I think that you guys should be so proud of that. Yeah. Um, well, I'm proud just to be your friends, knowing what you guys are trying to take on. I think it's super powerful. Mm-hmm. Well, also too, are you guys the only ones really doing what you're doing right now? We have not seen, um, okay. I mean, we're, we're, we've not seen anyone else we've been talking about to. this. And we've yeah. been looking, looking for other brands, like, but I think to be more just, transparent. I think mm-hmm. they just don't know what they don't know. I and mean, that's yeah. truly, I mean, it had to, it was just like a light bulb moment. And yeah. I was like, yeah. Well, also too, it's not like, like you said, you did not get an easy answer from anybody. So like, even if people are wondering and actually do want to know, they probably just, you know, ask a couple people and they all get shot down or a very vague answer and they're like, okay, whatever. And they just keep going on with their lives. But yeah, like that is absolutely insane. Like I wish you finding this out had been a documentary. (laughs) Um, You going five years in research to get to this point. Wow. Five years. Well, also too, like, okay, so y'all sent us a PowerPoint. <laughs> love, um, that. love that about like a lot of this stuff. And cause I mean, really don't, no one, no one knows. And like, you don't know what you don't know. So I thought oh, a lot of stuff on there was absolutely insane, but I thought it was weird that, so it was saying something on there about how manufacturers can just basically relabel or mislabel where they're coming from. Yeah. So they it's can actually, so it's you great. can get a pack of hair and it can say, like it's legal Malaysian hair mm-hmm. it's a plus yeah. it can say that okay well really there's really no source of hair in Malaysia so that's just a fancy word that they're throwing on there 
-hmm. And then the human hair part, there could be, it could, it could all be human hair. That could be a great pack of hair, but there could also just be one strand of human hair and then you could have a bunch of filler junk. And uh, they can still call it 100% human hair because that one strand of hair, there's no FDA regulation. There's nobody checking, checking. telling them you can't do this. So the yeah, greatest so that's why that's why we said we're not a drop shipment because if you're a drop shipment you're not doing your quality control like mm-hmm. they don't know they're not going boots on the ground seeing where that hair's come from how it's packaged how it's sent out mm-hmm. this hair is coming here I'm look I personally touch every pack of hair before mm-hmm. it goes to packaging mm-hmm. and I wow. know like what where this hair is coming so from. what <laughs> what 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 we should say is that um, the the greatest sources of hair are of course India, China, mm-hmm. and there's some in Russia. Mm-hmm. Where we are sourcing right now, and who we've curated a, a relationship with, and we even have an on staff Russian interpreter, is we are okay. Uh, yeah, sourcing from Russia. It is cut there, and then it is manufactured there. Now we have done Zoom with the, of course it's in Russia and it's mm-hmm. during COVID, mm-hmm. but we have our marketing team and we are preparing plans to us to go to Russia with our marketing group, with our camera crew, if you will. And we will be putting together our own sort of documentary for our website of Brittany in the factory so that there is not going to be one stone unturned that yes, they are cutting it there and mm-hmm. either it's donated or they're getting paid to, to give the hair. Mm-hmm. And then the conditions in the factory are what they say it is. Now we've seen the photos right. and the videos in the Zoom and it's all on the up and up. So we, we don't really have any, we're not scared in any kind of way, but mm-hmm. we want to be even that more transparent that we're going to pay right. our own money to go there and see for ourselves. And right. if it, there's anything nefarious going on, we're out. Right. But that, I don't think it's going to, it's not going to be a problem. And we've, mm-hmm. we've dotted our I's and crossed our T's on this, or we wouldn't be talking about it. But, yeah. um, right. And this wasn't just something that you guys have decided that, you know, you said that for five years you've been investigating, but then it wasn't like, okay, well you stumbled upon a factory that would maybe do it for you guys. So when Brittany first reached out to me, you know, two years ago, she said to me, I'm launching a hair extension brand. And for the last two years, like that has been in the works. So this isn't something they just like, we're like, okay, now I think this is a good time to do it. It's like, they have been mm-hmm. doing the work to make sure that it is and ethical. We've gone through and that it- different manufacturers mm-hmm. that we, we've talked with because either they weren't doing something right or they weren't quality control or we mm-hmm. said, you know what, we don't like that. And that's not who we are. Um, I know every hairstylist who's listening to this gets these weird DMs, because I get them too, um, (laughs) from Chinese factories that just DM you on the Instagram, say, hey, Mm -hmm. buy our hair. One of the things that we want to talk to stylists about is also how to market and do business of hair inside their own salons. And I um, I, I was talking with a young girl from South Carolina, a young stylist, and I was telling her because she was buying hair off the Instagram from a Chinese factory. 
Mm-hmm. And I was telling her about our hair and, and this entire story. And her quote to me was, but Amber, I could buy this hair for, let's say, $5 and sell it for 100 And I have to buy your hair at a higher price. So I'm not making as much money. And I said to her, well, then, sweetie, me and you are in two different mm-hmm. ways of doing business. I'm mm-hmm. not. I, I just, I refuse I refuse. I will quality over quantity. I right. just refuse. Unfortunately, for these people to get paid for their hair, for there to be correct conditions, it's going to be a little bit more. And that's what it all comes down to in this industry is the bottom dollar. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're doing this. That's why they're mixing in goat hair. This is why they're taking, um, you know, all these cuts to make more and more and more money. And they don't ever see the side of it where we are doing installing this into people's hair or into their heads mm-hmm. and making them feel better about their self. How can I do that if I know that it came from someplace bad and then I'm right. giving mm-hmm. it to you? Like it just, well, you know, I'm all about energy and I'm not going to put I was negative. Just about on. I you was carry just... your energy in your hair and mm-hmm. I just, I'm not going to put anything with any bad energy in anybody. I want you to, I was just about to say, like the vibrations are so low, yeah. and you're and you're doing, you know, something like hair extensions to to raise your confidence, to feel better about yourself, and then you're putting something with like, um, just bad juju right inside your hair, right. and then right. it, you it can't imagine that, right? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So anyone with extensions who's out there, don't if they go to their stylist and they talk about this, honestly, this is a hidden industry that stylists mm-hmm. don't. Right. Yeah. And that's what we've got to start is like educating the stylist. If they mm-hmm. if, if, go to your stylist and say, where's your hair come from? If they say, I don't know, say you need to go follow Boho Brit. Yeah. yeah go that. follow <laughs> at Boho Brit. <laughs> no, but seriously. And there's still so much money to be made. If, even if you are buying an ethically sourced Absolutely. hair. So it's, it's not like yeah. they're not going to be able to make money. It's that, no, 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 no. you know, but the, the truth of the matter is one, they are going to be making money still too. They're going to be putting hair in a client's head that is probably, not probably, it will last longer. It will be softer and smoother and that client is going to have a better experience. So then that hair will last longer and then they're actually going to have the chance to redo that client's hair for a second time right. because Absolutely. they're them shit hair. Mm-hmm. So it really, it's, it's, it's a better client stylist experience and relationship because you're not like fiddling around with like, okay, this one time, and this is the issue I've had had in the past personally with hair and big brands is that, um, you try the brand. It's good. The next time you do it, it's not. And then you're Mm -hmm. like, well, well, what's different. And then you almost like start to question your stylist because you assume that, you know, this corporate company wouldn't be giving you inconsistent hair and not that you don't trust your stylist, but you're just like, well, it's a big brand. I should be trusting them. But that's mm-hmm. the problem is that these companies are making so much money that they don't care about. They don't care. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't, they care, don't what care. Ha- they don't care what happens in the end game. They don't. And I don't know of another big brand company that was started by a stylist and that's a hundred percent female owned and operated. Mm-hmm. Everyone that I've dealt with, there's, uh, you know, there's a guy 
in there the somewhere. Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about hair or what happens to this product after the stylist buys it? Like, do you mm-hmm. do you know what ha- They have no clue. Like, how does this hair hold up to a curling iron? They don't right. know. <laughs> And and it doesn't because they don't even know what they should be making or looking for. So that was the other thing that when Brittany was doing this, this who we're working with right now in Russia, she sends them notes and details and they actually are able to sort of make, they've made uh, little tweaks and things for her because she's making it, uh, you know, as a stylist and we know what right. works. Mm-hmm. And so, I, you know, I think they're kind of like, oh, you're changing it like this. Why? And we have the reasoning of why we're changing it because we're using it. Um, That's yeah. super cool though, because then you're helping, you know, even just a manufacturer of hair, like understand their industry better. Um, mm-hmm. Where a lot of times I don't think stylist or salon owners would have the gumption to say like, well, it needs to be different you know, a lot of times we just assume that it is what it is and we have to find a way to make it work. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool well, that you guys are like, no, I'm not taking that answer. I will, I will find a way. Either you find a way or I'm moving on. So I, think and I, had, to put, I had to put a Russian translator on payroll to get it done as well. Wow, but you did it. I had, to, I had to take that extra step because I, I told them, I said, this is how committed I am mm-hmm. that I, in Augusta, Georgia, I found a Russian translator and she's here. <laughs> you literally so cannot be stopped. Who should be buying this hair from you guys? How they can buy it? If they can come visit you in person? Um, all that good stuff. Well, mm-hmm. we sell to um, stylists and to the normal consumer. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So you can, if you're just a person who wears extensions, you can order and come into our store. We can help color match you and you can take this hair to your stylist that who you know who you love um Mm -hmm. that saves the stylist from having to front money you know to order it and then get it in Mm -hmm. um but if you're a stylist we do wholesale pricing um and so with your valid cosmetology license um we give you pricing and you know uh we also teach you how you should be charging when you go back to your salon to help improve your business. I mean, yeah, yeah. because it's one thing to buy hair extensions, but if you don't know how to sell it within the salon, I mean, right. It doesn't matter. It feels like a dead end kind Mm -hmm. of sometimes. And we're like, no, no, if you do it this way, you know, it it will work. And it's just another additive to, you know, your cut and colors to help you make more money. We want you we want you to sell, we want you to use this hair. We want you to sell this hair. Um, and anything that we can do as a company to help you with that, we will. Um, and giving you all the tips and tricks that we know. Um, and so, you know, from the classes to how to install to our Mm -hmm. business consulting that I do to, uh, you know, on the business end of it on pricing and everything else, and also selling it to stylists at a wholesale price. I mean, we're just, you're covering all the bases, all, right? Yeah, we want everyone happy, healthy, and making money. That's it. Yeah. Is oh my like god, a, I love that. Well, is this like a? <laughs> can you do this nationally? You can. Uh, I feel like personal, like individual, maybe it might be a little harder for that. But at least the wholesale for salons and stuff. Like, are you able to no, ship nationally? Website, so we're we're working with a marketing company here uh-huh. in Augusta and it, out of Chicago, and our website is almost about to be up. And okay. through our website 
you can log on there, Lauren, and you could buy hair. But if you're a stylist, there's going to be a separate portal where you okay. put in your cosmetology license and then you get special pricing and then you can order it and stock it yourself if you wanted to, um, that we would be shipping out. Uh, any, any stylist out there who already knows how to buy from these big companies, mm -hmm. it, it's gonna be the exact same thing. Right. Um, we're taking extra time with our website because we wanna make sure that it is perfect when we launch it. And we'll be periodically loading videos of me doing installs. Mm -hmm. So hairstylists kind of hair, they'll be able to go on there, yeah, and they could buy, you know, a, awesome. a class or this install or, or this install mm -hmm. or whatever. I'll be putting my recipes up and all that good stuff. Cause I can't tell you how many people I've gotten that messaged me, mm -hmm. Tiffany, and it's like, what's that color? Like, what was the color that you used on there? Mm -hmm. um, and I'm like, mm, you need to just come on in and uh -huh. see. <laughs> I got in here. Uh, yeah, you can't, well, you well, can't get the, the ingredients well. to the secret sauce out. Oh, well. <laughs> what were you about to say, uh, I would say we'll also have business tutorials on there as well about that's, that's genius. So you're, it's basically going to be a, a source for not only making sure that you can get ethical hair, but you're also helping the stylist with running their business, running their business. Right. And I personally know so many of my own friends who are stylists that they're amazing. They just have never been given the tools in order to be a successful business woman or man. Mm -hmm. And so it, it's a flop. You're, you're, you're going paycheck to paycheck each week. And so if you're a stylist listening to this, like this is your sign right now that you are able to run a six figure business if you just mm -hmm. have the tools for it. So you mm -hmm. need to get your shit together and do it right. <laughs> We're giving you the tools right now. <laughs> so I can show you and teach you the recipe to do it. In 2018, we were at the top 200 salon in business in the United States. We were one of the top 200. Wow. Um, There's a lot of salons out there. Yeah. Once I, once I got that ranking, see, this is me. Once I got that ranking, I was like, okay, I, I got that finish line. I got that title moving on. So now we got to get to top next? 100, <laughs> top 50, top 10, top yeah. number one. <laughs> no, I'm telling you right now, you guys are going to make a big difference and you're going to be at the top of the top. Like you are literally like you're pioneers. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to look back on this conversation that we're having right now in six months or a year. And we're going to say, look, look at how far you guys have came just from that conversation. Like, I can't wait to see. Yeah, we'll interview again in like a year if you have time for us. Yeah. Like, well. <laughs> Always. <will>. Always. <laughs> um, also, okay. This is like a really random question and like, it might be I don't even know, but well, I'm just going to ask it, but, uh, locks of love mm -hmm. is the, what I just, cause I, I know people, especially when I was younger who would, you know, we would cut their hair off, whatever. Obviously that's like donating to locks mm -hmm. of love, but then do you know what happens after that? Like, are they sending it out to places that are doing all this stuff? Like, I don't know. 100%. Okay, okay. I'm, I don't know specifically with specific ones, but yes, there are a lot of places that and not tell to like you, call out locks of love, but <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there are a lot of places that tell you, you know, send it in, we're going to use this hair. Yeah, but half the time they don't use your hair; they probably end up in the trash because, um, so rude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the truth though. I hate to say, but yeah. yeah, there's there's a lot of research on that that there, that yep. shows that to be the case. They hmm. say. You should really, really, um, we don't have a good answer on research. That. Okay. We're in your donations. Okay. Um, but I, 
I used to send hair off for people and I actually sent like if I cut off hair for a donation, I put it in a bag and I say, go home and do your research and send it to, mm-hmm. you know, who you chose, who you right. chose. Yeah. I don't want to be the yeah. one to say, because I don't, I don't know what's happening to that hair when it leaves. So I, I have one more question then I'll let Lauren go into some of her, you know, like questions that people would ask if they've like never, if they know (laughs) nothing about hair extensions. I just have one more that's on the business aspect. And I think that's something that only you two could probably answer. And that one, I think it's really inspiring that you're two female entrepreneurs and it's so rare to have CEO, like female CEOs in, in any industry. And we could go into why, you know, we think that is, um, but we won't, we won't, but (laughs) are there any specific obstacles that you have found were because you were female and how did you go about like, you know, anybody, any other female female dominated industry, right? Or like, you know, there's still so much. So any other, any other other female entrepreneurs, (laughs) they're getting real heated. (laughs) Any other female entrepreneurs who are listening to this? What are some obstacles that you know are okay, around well, and then how could you help them figure out to battle well, that? One, one, one issue we ran into, this is when we were building our shopping center and now we have the opposite problem when we open Salty Locks. Um, so it, we had to go to like four different banks before the fifth bank would give us the loan. Now on paper, my sister, the business, you got a PowerPoint, so you know she's very organized. Mm -hmm. I had a book this thick, spiral bound professional with how my business had grown for 11 years consistently, including my sister's husband died in 2016. He died in 2014, gosh, I don't know, God, 2014. Time is a construct. Yeah. So 2014, but yet that year Mm -hmm. we grew so much as a salon because we just threw all that bad energy into, um, building and growing the business. So, um, back to on paper, Mm -hmm. even that year we grew and we said that we showed this to all the banks and they were like, no, no, no. And it was because we were stylists, stylists. We were females. Mm -hmm. Neither one of us were married. I have a boyfriend of 15 years, so that Mm -hmm. doesn't get me very far in the South. Oh, I know how that goes. (laughs) (laughs) I like didn't even join the country club. So, um, so I don't know what they were thinking, but they told us no four times. And the fifth time we found a woman who was going to be our loan loan officer officer. and she fought for us. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. then even after that, um, we had to go face the County a couple of times with the plans. Yeah. And I sat, I sat at a table. Brittany was doing hair. I sat Mm -hmm. at a table alone with 12 old, you know, good old boys. Mm, and I had like this meeting, like I wasn't even sitting there about my building. And then at the end, the, this guy leaned back in his chair and rubbed his belly and said, now, honey, what you trying to build? Oh my, oh my gosh. No so I guess I'll say, you're going to be talked to like you're stupid. You're going to be man. I call it mansplaining. Really, oh, like, right? mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But, uh, just don't I'm, take no for an answer. Smile and just be charming as you can be don't get an attitude. The setback is the setup the setback is the setup if they, if somebody says no or you can't do something let just that just find another way yeah, yeah. let it let it motivate yeah. you i'm telling you I, 
before we were going to build a salon. I had a real estate agent. I had looked at this piece of property 10 times with a, with a contractor, with another real estate agent, with my accountant. Like I was serious about buying a shopping center. And after the, the fifth time looking at it, this real estate agent says, honey, is this something you think you can handle? Uh, and I like literally got in the car, slammed the door and just started screaming. I was like, F him, da 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 da. And uh, my mom's like, now, sweetie, you just gotta show him that, you know, it's not uh, what he said. So then I just went and built one right down the street from him. Yes, no. <laughs> oh, right I love yes that. you did. <laughs> But you're gonna get they're gonna try to knock you down and don't let them knock you down don't yeah. say you can't do anything like you can do it don't stop at the second or third banker stop never never stop just stop another one stop whether another it takes one. five or ten or twelve fifteen whoever <laughs> i was willing to go offshore if i had to I was yeah. to <laughs> um, but you know what is so crazy is that you'll never find a very successful business that someone told them, you know, like, okay, yes, that'll work. It's the people that never took no for an answer that are successful. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of times I, I do know that female entrepreneurs, like they have to deal with one, a little bit more either guilt or shame. If you are mm -hmm. married or are, on, are not married, or if you have children, or if you don't have children, why do you not have kids? Why are you putting your career first? There's always going to be something that like, <laughs> they are questioning why we're doing what we're doing, but like, uh, um, and I'm not, I'm not, this is not me man shaming or, um, no, no. you know, whatever, but there are so many times where men can do these things and there's no doubt. There's no question. There's not even a, 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 why are they doing this? So it is, you know, a built in hurdle that I think female entrepreneurs do have to go through. So I, I think it's cool that we're getting a chance to be able to talk to you guys and, and let people know if you're not getting success with what you're doing, don't stop doing it. Don't give up right. the good fight because no just means not right now. I would like to make one point and you can edit this to wherever you want. Um, okay. Salty locks is, I, I mentioned before, because some hair is sourced um, from human trafficking and we are um, Atlanta. We live also in Augusta, home of yeah. the master, um, human trafficking around large sporting events. Mm -hmm. um, we are currently looking for a charity um, we want to make sure that, again, we're part of the solution and not the problem. Right. I've been trying to research um, any, like, we want to be able to get proceeds, kind of like how Tom does, like, buy a shoe, give a shoe. Right. We want certain proceeds to, of Salty Locks to go to an organization that helps um, females in the human trafficking, either when they get out, if mm -hmm. this is a half halfway house i'm not exactly sure because mm -hmm. they have to keep that so secret right. because they kind of go into um you know the but hopefully somebody listening to this will say like i know the perfect correct um yeah. charity so. or um rehabilitation center that you guys could partner with because it is hard to find a lot of those places like even if you do your due diligence and, and research you know continuously a lot of these places are for good reason underground um so hopefully you know we can well, we want some type of proceeds to go to something greater than ourselves right um, that's amazing because for us it is not about the money 
It is about helping women, stylists, entrepreneurship, and, you know, those bad things. We're not going to change the world, mm-hmm. but we could, hey, you, know, you, might, change, you never know, make it better. We could change a little bit of it, like maybe yeah. a little cool. Okay. So my sister has like clip-in ones that you just like take them on or off. That seems cool to me. Is that like a trash version of it? Is that like your glue or your stick on ones? <laughs> No, that's not, no, 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 that's not, that's not at all. <laughs> Great. When you're going out for an event, pop them in, take them okay. out. Not really like a long-term. You, not you know, they're not permanent. No, no, no. Okay. Okay. No, not permanent. Just and, a temporary quick fix, but I like clip-ins. Yeah. We're, we're going to have a clip-in line okay. and in, in the store, uh, I, I will say this, the quality that's on the market of clip-ins is trash. It's trash. hundred <laughs> okay. percent. You take your clip-ins to your stylist to try to like, you know, they'll put them in your hair. And what we do is we actually take our wefts and very easily um, we can attach the clips to it. Um, we can customize them in your head, cut it to the specific lengths mm-hmm. and then cut it um, to blend in so that you have a more customized clip in, if you mm-hmm. will, at softbooks. Um when you come to our store or when you 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 could buy the weft like the full weft and take it to your stylist and she could cut it into like you know this your side piece or your back Mm -hmm. piece. Yeah, but we're gonna do a clip in line. That's yeah. (laughs) Okay, I have a question now while we're on this topic of of clients picking out stuff. So if because I know for me personally, when I've bought extensions and had somebody else, a different hairstylist, put them in, finding the color on a website is hard. So are you guys going to have something where like they can ask you that. questions or a color matching on your website or, or a way to do that? Like if it's just a regular, you know, client wants to buy them, is there going to be something that you guys will have or to help them kind of figure out the color they need to buy? So we have all the swatches and then um, we're taking the hair individually, taking pictures. We're going to do a lifestyle shoot and hopefully mm-hmm. each, there's so many things that we're doing with this website. <laughs> so you're going to cover all the bases uh, is what you're saying. <laughs> eventually going to create these recipes of hair because here's what sets some of my, my extension work, not specifically um, the extension hair, but my extension work one thing because I always had the hair in stock I could always like do custom blends for people mm-hmm. and so there's a lot of people out there that I do their hair and someone will call me and say hey I want hair like that and I'm like well that's about six different colors of extensions so mm-hmm. and they don't want to buy one packet they don't want to have all that hair on hand and then face not Mm-hmm. selling it all that makes sense so that was another reason i had this hair here and we sell the wefts in 60 grams so that you can mix and match hair colors oh, but i'm cool. gonna put together recipes of like so like tiffany's hair okay mm-hmm. she has uh like a half a pack of blonde fusions in the front then she's got another half of uh brown in the back and then she's got a weft that's rooted with highlights at the bottom like that's she has <laughs> Four true different colors of salty water. A lot of and stuff is, going on in yeah, this. But it's, that's why it looks so Wait, I'm going to so touch natural. your head. <gasps> and that's what I started seeing. You know, you see the people that have oh. like 
blonde hair and they have a little bit of root and then it'll be blonde. Uh-huh. Yeah. Their extensions platinum blonde and there's no dark in it. So you see that it's like this clear line. Yeah, all the distinct yeah. difference. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's what the recipes online I will put together um, different blends of oh, like blonde a combo hair. pack almost. I that's cool. That. Hair, the and it'll be like, you want to recreate this look? You can yeah. buy the Tiffany pack. Yeah. Yeah. I literally had so many people that are like, what are those colors? And I'm like, I, love I that. can't, I have no it's idea. You gotta it's I, I can't say because they're so. She mixed and matched so many different so <laughs> Like, I don't even think you could get that with your hands. Like the way the, the fine pieces of the blonde um, in the lighter wet. the extensions you know yeah yeah and now everyone is gonna have to go check out my instagram to see my before and after because i went from platinum blonde to this like rich it's like so many shades of chocolate that it literally makes me want chocolate every time i look at my hair i'm like well one this might be terrible hair for me because it just makes me want to like lick warm chocolate (laughs) um but your line is not edible you don't have an edible line of extensions right okay (laughs) maybe one day (laughs) well also too so like what's the okay so someone who wants a permanent like extensions in for a long time how often do you have to get that redone do you have to get it redone all the time because you're like i know my hair grows really fast so i don't know does it have to do with that or so it kind of depends on the method um or the type of extension you get Okay. So most of the time when you get a weft, that's a, you know, a hand sewn um, method, the way that it's put in, those usually have to be moved up like every, I would say I can go five in. to eight. I mean, okay. I'd really like to be in in six weeks, but right. you can push it to eight. And all you're doing then is moving it up. You're not changing out the hair. You're just moving it up. Okay. Yeah. The fusions. Now I put in what you have? Mm-hmm. I have okay. both in right now. I felt the back of her head and I was like, whoa, that's, that's the weft. <laughs> that's what you feel. Okay. Cause like the fusion, you can't, you can't even really feel anything. Okay. Yeah, they're teeny tiny. So like the fusion you can put in and I tell people to let them grow out as long as they can stand it. Now I have different levels of clientele that, you know, there's some people that the fusion gets half an inch off their scalp and they're like, Oh, I need them moved up. I need all fresh move them all up they like it tight on their head then you have people that are like me who i don't Mm -hmm. like to maintain a lot of hair i I do hair all day long Mm -hmm. but i do not want to sit my ass in that chair i don't want nobody doing my hair i'll do my own um so i put the fusion in and i literally let them grow out until they're like five inches off my scalp so i mean we say 90 days though. I say every 90 days come okay. in, they'll be about, you know, an inch and a half, two inches. And you just the wash them like normal, like mm-hmm. in years in the shower. And with- like normal hair. You treat <laughs> yeah. them like normal hair. You, should, you treat hair extensions as you should treat your normal hair. So the rules I give for fusion and mm-hmm. wet and tape extensions, like your at home care is literally uh-huh. the same as it should be to your real hair. Well, clip-ins though, do you even have to wash clip-ins Not then? Really. Are they synthetic hair mostly or on the brand, but most of them are because it's, they're not worn every day Mm -hmm. and they don't really get, you know, most people that have clip-ins, they're not, they may never wash them. I don't know. They might wash them one time, but really you just put them in, you wear them, you take them out, you hang them back up, stick them in your bathroom drawer. Okay. Uh, 
but these you're wearing daily. They don't come out. You sleep, swim, mm -hmm. shower, everything in this year. All right. Our clip line will be real hair. It's literally our wefts with clips. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So our, our clip, clip and hair will, will be, real, be really not synthetic. Yeah. Not synthetic. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. So is it okay? So I think a lot of I call them misconception maybe with extensions because they're called extensions. I always think of them as extending your hair, making your hair longer. But can you also get it to just like thicken up your hair, like give it more volume? Absolutely. I, I, I have people with pixie cuts. They come in and just have a few <sighs> fusions like in the huh. front and I cut it really short and it just gives them, you know, that fullness that they want. Yeah. Um, so literally, no, your hair does not have to be down your back to your butt. Tiffany. Um, my mother is <laughs> in her 60s uh -huh. and has a nice bob to her shoulders and she has fusions all in her hair mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. people, the misconception about hair extensions is that it makes you more maintenance mm -hmm. when it is actually the opposite. It makes your hair less maintenance. It's easier to do than your real hair because mm -hmm. you put extensions in your hair and you can wash and style your hair and say you curl it and your hair is not going to lose the curl until you wash your hair again. Like that curl is going to stay. Oh, okay. And it just yep. like the way the hair just like absorbs into your real hair. You have more volume, mm -hmm. um, you know, and at your at home care, you should wear your hair up at night. So I've taught a lot of people how to do like this wrap bun. So when it comes down, like literally Ooh. this is my hair dried naturally. Like, yeah, I've done my hair. And yeah. I'm, it doesn't look. Uh, like wait I mean, actually thing, but it I makes you it. less mm -hmm. right so this is me like day six or seven mm -hmm. not washing hair my hair bad. not doing yeah. anything so like I curled this hair a week ago and then mm -hmm. I just put a tiny braid around like the nape halfway down so that it doesn't like bunch up around my head and then I wake up every day un unbraided and then it's just like perfect Exactly. Yeah. I never have to style my hair. I do it once a week, maybe once every two weeks again. Mm -hmm. So we are going to, I'm going to end with something a little bit different just so we can end on a fun and light note. Okay. So I know I asked you guys in the beginning, what was lighting you up either in the season of your life or right on this moment? I always like to talk about gratitude. So I want to ask both of you guys, what is something that you're grateful for either in this season of your life or in this moment? I'm grateful for so many things and I do the same thing every day. I'm grateful for my business. I'm grateful for my employees who also have the same drive and, and vision that we do. I'm grateful for my family um, who supports us. Uh, whenever Brittany and I come up with some crazy idea that we're going to do, they say, oh gosh, not again, but they always support us. <laughs> I am grateful every time a client comes in and leaves happy and they're you know and when we've like made a change in someone's life regardless of you know race creed political affiliation it doesn't matter like we're you know and I guess I'm super grateful to have my sister in this life <laughs> for this go around um, we do share a very same passion and vision and I can 100% always depend on her. Oh, wow. we got the waterwork. Oh I can depend on her no matter what. If there's going to be one person standing behind me all the time. And 
sweet. Oh, mm-hmm. You just made me teary. That's really sweet. I thought say well, I'm that's probably gonna open with was that I was grateful for my sister. But <laughs> oh, now, yeah, yeah um, top that. <laughs> just yeah, like the older sister stealing the shine in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm grateful to have the ability to be on this podcast to spread the word Mm -hmm. that we even have a platform to, um, like Mm -hmm. speak and expose because, you know, we're just two girls, two Southern girls in Georgia trying to make a difference (laughs) and we we can't do it on our own. It's, it's all about the, um, the relationships you build in the business and everybody's got to be, you know, your core group has to be on the same page. And I'm grateful for um, you, Lauren and you, Tiffany, for letting us come on here Mm -hmm. and um, talk about something that we are so passionate about because. Yeah. Well, we're grateful you had the time to do it. You guys have been doing a whole bunch of stuff. So I would stop everything to do this. I woke up this morning like it was Christmas morning. I was ready to go, honey. Oh, like, oh my God. I love that. I mean, same. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't – do you have any other questions that you want to ask? I don't think right so. Now? I just wanted to wrap up with some some airy goodness. Positivity. Yes. So where can we find you guys? Like, what's the, When's the website going to be launching? If you know um, your Instagram handles, all that good stuff. Okay, so our website will be launching in December, and that will be saltylocksextensions.com. You can find us right now on Instagram at saltylockshairext. Um, we are taking orders by phone, and you can find the information there on our Instagram. And then, of course, you can always find Brittany at Boho Brit on yeah. Instagram. <laughs> um, so at Boho Brit. And then we have at Studio 285, which is the salon in Augusta. Mm-hmm. And then we have 2852-T-O-O um, in Buckhead, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we'll have all of those links also in our yes. show notes. You guys have like 500 different brands, so we're going to have to just link everything. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so I do want you guys to know that you are going to make such a big difference, and I am truly, truly I believe in hundred percent what you're doing. I think that you guys are going to make such a big impact and I'm so proud that you're putting yourselves out there and doing the effort and, and doing the research and figuring out a way to make this happen. I believe with my entire heart that you guys are going to make such a difference for your industry and then for any stylist that just wants to make a difference in their own lives to have, to put more money on the table so they can feed their kids and they're not going week to week. Like this is going to be the difference maker. Like individually, each person, you will make a difference. And that's like what it's about is knowing the impact that you're going to have and all the work that you're putting up front right now will lead to such a huge impact on every single person that wants to be a part of your brand and then the trickle effect, you know, their kids, their, their friends, their family, they're happier. The impact is going to be insurmountable that you guys are going to have. And I'm cannot wait to see where it all goes. And from your mouth to God's ear. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like, well, you know, I can't top that. So on that note, (laughs) I think you guys now have permission permission to to exit. exit. Yay. Oh my God, we did it. We did it. Oh my God, we did it together. We never did that. That was together. the first time we've ever done it. I wouldn't say we made it, but we made it through. We just had Moose and Meg and we made them do it. I wouldn't say we made it, but we made it through. We just had Moose and Meg and we made them do it.
We gon' take it up, we won't fade away. I got too many dreams, gotta stay away. Ask me if I change, yo, it's night and day. I told the backstabbers, put the knife away. I'm tryna get my family to a nicer place. Room for everybody, but no room for hate. Everybody eating off the nicest plates. I know I gotta keep 